Dungeons and Junkies presents Into the Waste, Episode 5 Inner Demons. I'm Matt. And I'm Alex. Welcome, guys, back to Dungeons and Junkies. Uh, me and Alex are very proud to have, as always, the excellent Caitlin in the chair this week. So, Caitlin, whenever you're ready, buddy. Hello. Welcome to episode five. Or as I call it, suffering. This is where, this is the suffering. You thought last episode was bad? Welcome to suffering. Panic. Panic, Woo! panic, panic. Oh, as a is very scared. Yes, be very scared, all of you. <laughs> the end of last episode, you passed out. You all passed out together. Fear my railroading nature. But I needed you to pass out, so... <laughs> <laughs> deal with it you passed out after making your way through the network of tunnels that forms the mountain range that lets you into the waste you got through San got quite badly injured and now has a kick-ass scar and you all met a statue that you then named Clive no no apologies about that at all named him Clive and there were several things that you were all rather confused about which made me very happy because Honestly, watching you lot's reactions to things that are going on when I know everything is peak. Peak smug DM. But before I explain where you are now, I'm gonna go and introduce yourselves and we're gonna start with the murder child. It's Alex. Hi, I'm Alex. I play Dakota, the short tiefling murder child warlock with mostly spells. I played a murder child. Okay, uh, speaking of the other child, Matt. As the oldest person in the group, yes, why not? Um, yes, I am, I'm, I'm Matt, obviously, and I am playing Shambles, the, uh, dragonborn acolyte who, um, is just misunderstood. Mm-hmm. But does have a, per- but does have a penchant for, um, losing Hunting his Hunting with rag. a crowbar. Hunting with a crowbar, yes, yes, hunting with a crowbar. And, uh, and arson, alleged <laughs> arson. Speaking up when they are not called on. Yes, and want to be defense lawyer. Despite his father's Objection. track record. <laughs> yes. It's... Speaking of people who'd like to object to things that are going on, Ailey. What up? I am, as always, playing Sanctity, the Tiefling Paladin, who. I don't even remember what happened anymore. I just know that she is increasingly traumatized. That's like the summary of this campaign. Increased trauma. Yes. It's me, and then in the game. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Quick, carry. Introduce The oldest and worst joke. Carry on. Hi, I'm Carrie. I'm playing San, the human cleric, who is kind of walking that line of, I need a hug and touch me and I'll hit you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah they had a bit of a breakdown at the end of last episode <laughs> i i relate to that very hard and finally the mysterious magic man chat my brain has died i am uh, not that mysterious i mean there's just some things going on it's nothing that big uh i am chad and i am playing varus the great the human sorcerer was a folk hero for realsies. These are 
These are the five people I'm going to put through an interesting time. Caitlin, before you do begin, I just want to double check one thing. Um, have we regained our yes. spells? And okay. You have all your health and spell spots and things, and you will realise why <laughs> in a moment. That's okay, I just want to make sure it's all it's all done. That's all. I mean, it mainly impacts San, <laughs> who gets the other half of his health back. You all passed out at the end of last one. And you awaken in a... It's it's a kind of void. You will wake up on kind of a grassy platform that's kind of damp from mildew. And you kind of... You all look up individually and you realise that the platform is floating and surrounding you at different points in the void are like chunks of ice and different platforms all kind of suspended and slowly rotating as if they have their own fields of gravity. Can I cast Eldritch Sight to see if it might point us in the right direction? Because it's magic. Yes. What it points... Like, it takes a minute because, Jesus Christ, this is setting off a lot of... You know, like when you turn on an alarm, when you change the batteries in a smoke detector and it gets really angry at you for a while? Yeah. Yeah. It does that, basically. It's like... Dakota sort of jumps. <laughs> and then you kind of point and you realise that just in front of you are five doors that aren't attached to anything. Like, you could walk around the back and you just see the other side of a door. This is like some Monsters, Inc. kind of doors. Each with, like, a symbol on it. And a sanctity, sanctity roll me perception with advantage. The rest of you roll standard perception. Twenty-three. I didn't know that's how that worked. Sorry, which perception. Was, which, perception, yeah. Yep. It's twenty-one uh, all in. Six all in. Thirteen. Well, I'm glad I get to roll twice because my first roll was a one, so I yeah. don't think I can do worse. Uh, so that's uh, eighteen. Okay, so 18, 21, 6, uh, Chad and Alex. 23. 23. Okay, uh, Varys and Shambles, you're kind of disoriented. You're disoriented more than anything. Shambles, you're like, ow, my face hurts because I've been lying down, essentially, on my healing scar. (laughs) And Varys, you're kind of on... This place feels really weird from a psychic point of view. It just feels like something's trying to speak, but it's just like this irritating buzzing noise. And you're oh. just like, eh. Just, I feel that Varys is still laying on the ground, just rubbing Varys his head at like, this point. Why am I here? Yeah, I'm, I, I haven't moved yet. I'm just laying on the ground, my eyes closed, rubbing my temples. Sanctity, you're pretty sure you recognize this place. Uh, do I get any more information about. Nope, because you didn't meet the threshold. Okay, so I just, I just, you're it's like, familiar, but I, it, I have no idea where. It's like, like, like when you're in a dream and you think, this seems right, but it, but not enough. It's that kind of thing where it's at the back of your mind and you know it's there, but it's just not coming yeah. forward right now. So basically, very frustrating. Dakota and Sam, you feel like you're being watched. Like, you're 100% sure something is watching you. 
I cast message on Varys and I say to him, something's watching us. I think. Uh, Varys just responds, still without opening his eyes. Dakota, we've been being watched for probably the past, I don't know, since we escaped that fucking jail. Well, get your ass up and do something, man. I don't want to kick you up, but I will do. Yeah, you've been on the run for about a month now. I will slowly stand up to look at the doors as well. Okay. The doors, the doors are like normal, they're just normal wooden doors, like the kind of thing you'd find in a house. It's fairly standard. The only main difference is they each have a carving where you think the doorknob should be. And you kind of, you look at them and from left to right you see a phoenix, a pendant, a cracked mirror, a sigil of some kind of house, and a bonfire. Hmm. Dakota, do a history, by the way. Uh, what is my history? Plus one, I get plus one to history. That's a three. <laughs> you, you, you recognize it, but your brain's like, no. <laughs> <Too mushy. laughs> Yeah, your brain's too squishy. Oh, okay. I'm. The house intrigues me. I'm gonna examine the house. The sigil of the house, like. Yeah. Is is it like detailed or is it just like a car? It's not like a building. It's like the sigil of like a noble house. It's like the kind of thing they'd put their wax stuff on. All right. I turn around to the others and like, right. What are we doing? We need a game plan. Uh, I'm gonna. I think Varys, looking at all of the different sigils. San. Yes. Have you seen this pendant before? And I point to the door that has the pendant uh, on it. Make what? me a perception check, Kerry. Um, that is 19 all in. It looks very like... It's like a crude version of Varus's amulet that he has. It's like a prototype. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just trying to think for a moment for a way of relaying that. That doesn't sound really assy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, it does look somewhat like the one you're wearing. <laughs> uh, Varys is going to look you in the eye. Uh, it's what I was afraid. Do any of these other sigils, Cracked Mirror, the house, I feel that we are all supposed to enter these doors individually. Sh- Shambles pipes up. Um, can I have a look at them? Yes, yeah. Shambles. You definitely can, as I do feel that one of these doors is definitely for you. Dakota points at the fire. (laughs) (laughs) Barris didn't want to do it. He was thinking it the whole time, and he just didn't want to do it. I was wondering if if any of the symbols in particular I recognized from the the, uh, 
Matt, I don't know how I did it in the temple. Um, make me a make me a religion check. Religion. Okay. Okay, that is seventeen plus two plus proficiency. Twenty-two. Yeah. Okay, you recognize the phoenix as it's actually very similar to kind of the various adornments you've seen on Sanctity's armor. Okay. I, I literally just tuned back in to hear about phoenixes. I am. And I was going to say. You think it's yes. the symbol of Arathine? I, I, start I start reciting this out loud as you're saying it, so. Yeah, you recognize that as the symbol of Arathine and. You're pretty sure the bonfire relates to you, and you're pretty sure that the house sigil is one of the noble houses from the main city. Mm. But obviously, they're not majorly involved in religious texts, so. No. Well, I hope I helped a little bit at least, guys. Dakota. Yes. The sigil that is on the fourth door. Is it your family's? I, I don't know. Would I know? Could I look at it? I did do a lot of research on this uh, Dakota's family yeah, while I was is. in the library. Can I insight Dakota to see if he's lying or not? If she's lying or not? Yeah, you can. Everyone's hiding something in this campaign, isn't that's, a, that's a crit 20 plus 4 plus proficiency. <laughs> Are you lying right now? Uh, no, Dakota wouldn't know, but there's a good reason for that. Yeah, there's a reason. Dakota what is a absolutely telling the truth. Okay. And also looks very uncomfortable. Okay. It looks like, like, Shannon was just staring at her, at her, just like, are you sure? Hands on hips, sort of thing. My arms start to spark with Eldritch Blast as a warning. This is the sigil of House Argon, yes. I, I push Dakota's hands please. down. And I quickly cast a message to San, and I go, I'm not going to ask any questions, but I believe this cracked mirror here in the middle belongs to you. Dan doesn't reply, he's too busy staring very uncomfortably at the mirror. Sanctity. Yes? Sorry, make... that came out weird. <laughs> <laughs> make me a make me another perception check. Again. Yep. What's even needs doing in this world? Am I doing this at advantage or not? Nope, just normal. Oh. Okay, let me check my. That's twi- That's only an eleven. I'm afraid. There's a familiar presence kind of poking at like your mind. I was about to ask what kind of presence, but you're not going to tell me. It's familiar, but it's not any of your current compatriots. I was going to say, is it recently familiar? Well, I can you tell from that smile you know exactly what, happened what I mean. Back then. Sorry? You don't remember what happened back then yet. Oh, I thought I remembered by this. Never mind. I thought I'd remembered already, but apparently yeah. not. Well, okay, so it's not that. That doesn't really tell me much, but anyway. That feeling of being watched intensifies yeah. for all of you. 
this session so far is just mm. Sanctity thinks she remembers something, but doesn't really know. Uh, I'll turn to the group and say, I once again think we all must make a journey by ourselves here. I believe this pendant door is mine. I believe, Shambles, you know that the fire belongs to you at the end. Mm. Sanctity, I think you're supposed mm. to go into the Phoenix. San, you haven't looked away from the mirror. I think you know what must be done. And Dakota, whether you know it or not, this sigil represents your family. But I'm, I'm gonna step towards my door. What if we all went through everyone's door one by one? Don't think Together. it's going to be that simple. Mm. I've heard tales of a cube from a different dimension where <laughs> the doors were only accessible if you went one by one, and I don't feel the lessons I learned from that are not to try and fuck with the doors. Sorry, this just... All I can imagine is the blended default cube. Okay, well, it was it was just it was just a thought. I apologize. I was just trying to like rather than the thoughts putting up. Shambles, sort of shambles. No, I love I love your ideas. I love I love that you're trying shambles. As someone <laughs> not a million miles away from me would say right now, I'm very fucking trying. <laughs> a mood. Oh my god. Anyway, <clears throat> okay, so. Are we going through together, or are we take? Are we going one at a time? I sanctity kind of, without turning to you properly, just like says, I would prefer to go through mine alone, if that's all right with you. I did. I, I no, that's fine. I meant, uh, it like, for, for example, the co going to go through their door, but when they get back, ah. someone else goes through their door and then comes back, sort of thing. In that or case, may I, may I go first? I'm not. I. I I don't particularly want to wait if, if you understand. Um, by your leave, Sanctity. Yes, yeah, Sanctity is very on edge. Okay. So you're going through your door, Sanctity? Yeah, she just wants to get it over with. I, um, I stopped Sanctity quickly. I was like, just in case, use this. I hand her my crowbar. <laughs> Sanctity just kind of like looks at looks at you for a second and then just like like holds her hands up like motioning to her like great sword <laughs> and it's like um I have I a bigger group I appreciate the offer but I think it might just be more to carry thank you okay no, not a not a problem so I'm pretty sure sanctity has a crowbar <laughs> I'm pretty sure you all have a crowbar yes but it's Crowley. like the default pack yes so. but cr- but Crowy is amazing. Uh, it's not in my inventory, but yeah. Chances are you probably would have it, so. Well, I also have a massive sword and javelins, and also just armoured fists, so. Well, you but, know. Yes, Sanctity does appreciate the offer. Shamble put the back of his backpack and waits. Sanctity opens her door. Anyway, Sanctity opens her door. And she kind of touches the phoenix, which is where the doorknob would be, and it swings open. Mm. 
and the four other doors vanish. Oh. That doesn't seem good. And you kind of, you all look at each other like, uh, (laughs) that was not the plan. Well, you wanted to go first, Sanctity. Well, yeah. But as you step in, you're still in, like, it's not the icy void. It's just kind of a grey landscape. Mm-hmm. And you realise the door's still open. It hasn't shut behind you. Okay. It's waiting. And nothing is... It's essentially nothing's loading until all the players get in place. It's the Animus. Yep, it's the Animus. Welcome. It's trying to run... Skyrim heavily modded on a computer that cannot. Shambles takes his place in front of his door. Your door is not there. Oh. It just vanished. I told you. Uh. Varys <laughs> grabs Shambles by the shoulder as he stands in front of an emptiness that was where a door was before and goes. I guess we must experience what Sanctity is experiencing. San, can you grab Dakota? And I think we must proceed. Shabbles enters the verse. So, exactly what I suggested then? <laughs> yes, Shambles. Good job. <laughs> Sanctity is too distracted, but if she wasn't, she would be. she would say that this is not the time for I told you so. Inspiration for the absolute savagery, Chad. (laughs) Deserved. Deserved. Mm. So what do I see? I I drag Shambles through the door. Yeah, once you're all through the door, it shuts and it's very much... It's like a light in a dark room. And it kind of flickers, and for a second you're in blackness, and then it flickers back on. And the door? No, the surroundings. The door's gone now. And it flickers back on, and for some reason, you're back in that- you're back in the void. But the only difference is- well, there's three differences, actually. There is- Well, now my eyebrows are getting a workout. There are two limp bodies about five feet in front of you of two children and a imposing shadow figure that as you look up you realise it's it's humanoid and it's the size of like a two three story building and where its eyes should be it's got like mottled green skin but where its eyes should be are just pits and in that moment, Sanctity, you remember everything from your time. Okay, so Sanctity remembers and then immediately is... She's on the floor. Yep. Probably just sobbing. Everything from Sanctity's mini-episode that happened. So Sanctity knows that the creature, the children in front of you, are the two that you didn't save from Eagle's Tether. Couldn't save. 
the two that were already gone along with sanctity when you found the yeah, barn. But couldn't and didn't is a very important difference to sanctity. Yes. And the creature is known as the Mirror Man. And you all know you've heard of this before because it was essentially it was it was more of a ghost story growing up. It was it was a bit like the tale of Narcissus. It's kind of if you if you're too vain and you stare in the mirror too much, the mirror man will slowly come through and take pieces of your soul until there is nothing left. Cheery. You didn't think he was real, but he dare. Yeah. So Sanctity's on the floor crying, and there are two dead kids. Have fun. <laughs> 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 what in the name of the twin-tailed fox is that? Can I go examine it? Like, actually, you know what? I'm going to cast over yourself, mate, to see whether it's an illusion or not. If that works. Whether it's an illusion or if it's actually real. Oh, it's real. As you do also, that, it kind of tilts its head and is like... What? I, I, I lead over to Varys. It's real. I was going to say, also, just... From experience, it doesn't matter if this thing is real. It, it's still, it's still exactly as, I don't know, dangerous, horrifying. I guess. I don't think that the crowbar is gonna help here. Have we got to kill this thing? Do you think, Sanctity? Sanctity kind of look, you know, looks up, kind of stands up and straight itself and says, "Please." Don't even try. It's not just you. You have help. No. Just... Trust me. This... You can't kill it. And if you try... Just... You don't want to know what might happen. Varus, make me an arcana check. That is a 13. Okay, you've seen this kind of dark magic before, quite recently. You can't pinpoint, like, who or when exactly, but it's very familiar to you. Uh, I'm going to cast Message to San and say, San... Can you check on the children? I'm going to try and talk to whatever the fuck this thing is in front of us. Yeah, I was going to say, Sanctity will briefly relay her experience, like, saying, you know, that she's not met, but encountered this thing um, while she was kidnapped. And, you know, it's kind of it doesn't actually seem to be like malevolent, you know, it doesn't actually seem like it will wants to kill you, but if you attack it, it definitely will. She's kind of scared of it. Too. Uh. Um San goes approaches the limp and apparently dead looking children very slowly 
Shambles, um, Shambles sees you going over and Shambles joins you. Is there anything in this room apart from the dead children in the mirror man? It's kind of an identical void to where you were. I, I try and reach out for Shambles to like stop him, but he's already <laughs> off to and I quickly shake my head as and then I I just go I will address the creature and say as I say Mirror Man, I sense the magic. Why are we here? Oh hello. It's nice to be called by my name for once. Normally it's, oh, evil spirit, or that prick. What's in a name, Mirror Man? What's in a name? I mean, this this name is not my own. It's what your kind chose to call me. My name is not a language you know. It is merely a title. Well, I address you now as Mirror Man, for that is the title I know you by. Why, I ask again, are you here? Or why are we here with you? Well, I mean, clearly I've met your friend over there before. So I'm assuming this is... Honestly, I don't know why you're here. This is my void. Don't know why you came in. If you I didn't brought, invite you. Sorry, thanks to Tim for saying, if you brought me here again without reason, just... Oh, what do you, what do you do about it, child of Arathine? I was going to say, she just kind of breaks off that sentence and like, just get some children killed again. Just tell me there's a reason this time, and that it was intentional. Please. I mean... Look. I'm assuming you made it to the waste. Am I correct, Ferris? The fact you're asking that question means you already know. I mean, yes, but I found I get more information asking questions I know the answer to. It gives me a better judge of character. Sanctity just kind of gets to a limit of being able to put up with this and just, like, turns away and, like, walks off and just attempts to not be as angry as she currently is. He just laughs. Look, you're here. I. You're here because of your friend's connection to me. You chose her door. It brought you here. I'm assuming this is a reminder of her guilt. It does seem to be, as I watch, uh, sanctity storm off. The two of you examining the bodies. <laughs> they are... It's a bit weird. Because... There's like a large sword cut across, two of, across them. But not enough to kill. It's just an injury. But it's clear the cause of death is some kind of like dark fucking dark dark AF magic like the kinds that you weren't even allowed to read about shambles because I, you, I look at, yeah. you look you look at this like Sand can tell because this is some unholy shit 
and you look at them and you realize that it's very much like how do I describe it? It's like every pore on their skin has expanded. Essentially leaving you with like a bubble wrap look, a honeycomb look into the insides of their body. Like you oh. can see muscle and blood. That's that's so oh. horrible. That is yep. terrifying. I swear to God, if I have nightmares about that tonight, I am going to kill you, Caitlin. <laughs> Can't get to me, there's a lockdown. The moment it's done. She will I find swear. a way. Sam, this is... Yeah, they're dead. This is... Oof. Shambles actually looks away to avoid vomiting. This... What the hell did this? I I couldn't I was, rightly tell you. I was going to say who, but I'm not even sure that anything... Not that anything living could do this. I, I've... This goes way beyond anything I ever read at the temple. And I read some dark shit. Unfortunately though, whatever did this, they're far beyond help now. Very far beyond it. You hear like, the Merman essentially kind of has been watching the pair of you examine the bodies. And kind of clears his throat and goes, Personally, I'd kind of like you to leave, though I'm not entirely sure how I get rid of you. I have an idea, and I yell back at Sanctity that they... I'm like, Sanctity, I believe you must speak to this creature in some way to get us out of here. This is your guilt. Sanctity kind of looks at you and doesn't say anything. I slap Sanctity. <laughs> I, I slap Sanctity and I say, we're here because of you. Get your ass over there and talk to it before I slap Sanctity you again. Sanctity punches you. <laughs> Make me an attack roll, Sanctity. So we got like a 30-year-old woman attacking a child. Fantastic. Yep. <laughs> he, he started it. You're attacking yes. a child. Leave the child. It. Leave the murder child alone. Hang on, just give me a sec. I knew a monster. I knew I should. I knew I should have put calm emotions into my inventory. I didn't. Oh, attack! Unfortunately. Okay, that would be, I think, a twenty-five. What's the damage on your fists? Four. Roll a d4. Well, okay, I'm just gonna use the... Okay, sorry, I'm trying to use the sight and that's not how that's supposed to be. Oh no, it's not a d4, it's just straight four. Okay, you break Dakota's nose. Oh, they get an Eldritch Blast. What the actual fuck? Yes, you they get Eldritch me. Blast. You broke okay. nose. Attack roll! <laughs> I'm getting derailed immediately. Of course. Like you don't do it every time. <sighs> oh, um, well, is, is very on edge. If did, you you, her... did you throw a crit, Alex? I rolled 2d20s because obviously it's 2d10 at level. It's two blasts at level 5. One was a free, one was a crit 20. 
Okay. Even with your add-ons, the first one would miss Sanctity, because Sanctity is a walking tank. Yeah. Second one's gonna hurt. Uh, I'm not gonna do agonizing, so you take 16 points of damage. Oh, thank you so very much. Like, Dakota looks furious, to the point where her eyes actually turn black, because that's a part of her patron, so her eyes turn black with fury, and she just flings a Eldritch Blast in your face. Don't start what you can't handle. Well, clearly guys, I can handle guys, you. Guys, guys, will you guys calm down? Seriously! I feel terrified that, like, Sancti did that because she's very on edge and, like, she just got slapped. Whilst she's up. trying to process significant trauma. We're here yeah. because of you, so fix it. Dakota. You also broke a child's nose. Dakota. Sanctity, we quite literally have bigger problems. That Sanctity just... can fix. Yes, but Eldritch blasting her is not going to solve it. Sanctity if... ignoring us is not going to solve it. Dakota, if you kill Sanctity, we're stuck here. Would all of you please just go away? Talk and to I'll the talk thing. to this thing. Sam so goes up, grabs Sanctity by the shoulder, spins around, and pushes her towards the mirror man. <laughs> Go and fix it. Sanctity was already facing him. She just wants you all to, like, back off a bit. We are stuck here until you fix this. So I suggest you fix this. I think it's insanely fangy. I love it. Please, will you just all... Leave me to it. There is literally nowhere you can go in this void, I'm just saying. Well, not even ten metres. It's like a ten by ten platform. Feel Varus that entire time was just sitting there. He's he's dadded the group enough, and he's very proud of San for yelling at everyone without him having to yell at all. Dakota has a broken nose now. Um, San goes. Can San cast cure wounds on Dakota? Because he is a cleric, and he is also possibly a dad at some point. Um. So, while well, Sanctity goes to sort our shit out, I'll cast Cure Wounds on Dakota. Yay. Uh, let's see. Do I add my spell attack bonus to this or anything, or is that just literally for attacks? It's literally just, I think it's 1d8 plus your spell cast modifier. I always forget this one. Your wisdom. Ah, oh, cool. Or cool. whatever your spell cast modifier is. Um, Dakota regains 9 hit points then. Yay. Sam takes a deep breath to stop himself screaming at her again. The DM takes a deep breath. Jesus Christ. Hey, this is, this is room one. I'd, yeah. You know better than anyone else, like, how unpleasant this is for Sanctity. I know, but, like, Jesus Christ. Vera sits down, Indian style, on the floor. <laughs> I go sit next to... Ferris, because I know I'm going to get myself into trouble if I carry on. Shamble got nowhere else to go, so he does the same. Right, Sam follows the others. Merriman just looks at you. Sanctity's kind of looks back up at him. And it's like... What do you want? I don't know. This is your mental projection, mate. I've been through this. How do we get out of here? I'm assuming this is some sort of inner demon memory walk thing, so... 
I mean... I've already look. been through this. And you forgot it. Not by choice. Oh yeah, how, how is your friend Rook? Fine, last I saw him. Ah, interesting. I wouldn't tell- I wouldn't say anything, but I- I'm guessing you'd find out anyway, so... I mean... Look. The door has been here the whole time, it's just- you have to- You have to find it, that's all this is. Okay. Just give me a second to think. Can I roll perception? Yeah, if you will. That's 17. You spot like a shimmering outline of where the door should be, but it's not like fully solid. We're back to the long silences of that day. No. Um. So, just to be clear, the only figures here that aren't us are just the mirror man and the two children. There isn't anyone else. No one else. Well, that is significant, is the thing. And um, that also makes us even... I don't know what to do. So, um... A mirror man kind of looks at your companions, looks back at you, and goes, They've literally been telling you what to do. They've been saying sort this out, that's not much help. This this is about your guilt. These children are already dead. And even if I could help them here, it wouldn't bring them back to life. What do you expect me to do? That sword mark is there because of you. If I'd known, I would have done it. I warned you. Yes. Instead, you decided to lash out. Sanctity is very tempted to go back to ignoring the mirror man. <laughs> you put but... up this prissy bitch front, but every time you lash out, you hurt people. Sometimes it's the only way. What would Arathine say? Sanctity refuses to answer that. Merriman kind of shrugs and goes, ah, Fine. Sanctity you amuse probably... me with breaking the nose of the child. He kind of Sanctity... waves and the door solidifies. So Sanctity would probably just mutter like, I don't know what she'd say, but I know she'd understand. Yeah, he's solidified the door. He's He's based you get the feeling that he's disappointed in you. Considering that he's a nightmare creature of myth, I'm not sure Sanctity cares about his opinion. I mean, disappointment from a creature like him means you lack usefulness. Yeah, but also I'm pretty sure Sanctity would feel worse if he approved of anything she did. Just get out of my dimension, please. 
Don't bring us back here again. I didn't bring you here. You brought yourself. <sighs> Sanctity just kind of motions for the others to kind of opens the door and just kind of motions for the others to get out. Shambles goes happily. Same. Same. Ferris gets uh, will be leaves the room last, and just kind of let's see ya. (laughs) Bye, Charlemagne. (laughs) (laughs) Ferris gives him the middle finger. Yep, for sure in character. Sanctity pauses and goes back just to close the eyes of children, even though they don't really exist. Your hands are sticky. Ew. That's, yeah. And then she leaves. The door shuts and you're in you're in a great void and there are now the five doors again. But Sanctity's one is, it's a shimmering one now. Like grayed out options. Yeah. Sanctity's well. going to kind of water her hands. And like, then just sit down and like, even though these children are already dead and don't really exist, nothing. She's still going to sit down and make a prayer for them because you never know. Well, that went well. It sure did. It could have gone worse. It could have gone better. How many points? How many did you get back anyway? Um, I'm at full health again. Oh, cool. I mean, Sanctity lost like 16 and half her face is now like burned. The mm. <laughs> goater is quick to snap. That's a lesson for one. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I'm, I, it's, it's still not the worst thing that's happened to Sanctity in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> so, I guess whichever door we go through next will also be traumatizing. I'll do it next. <laughs> I thought you might. Uh, volunteer shambles. We might as well learn about the arson in your past. Uh, there is no arson in my past, and if that is the case that we're going to go through and we're going to see stuff from my past, it seems like, then you'll see how I was innocent the whole Deco- time. Dakota calls and goes, <clears throat> Baron! Sanctus kind of says, like, Let's if, it's, not- if, it's, if it's anything more from that creature, it doesn't matter whether you, what you actually did. It'll twist everything to what you think you did. Sanctity, it may just be that you that that's a creature that you've encountered. I've never encountered that creature before. Nonetheless, there'll probably be something equally terrible through that door. If there is, we'll face it together. Okay. And Sanctity, facing up to what you've done is all a part of redemption. Something I learned from Eugene, okay? So I just kind of stops like, I haven't done anything. Well, in any case, that's behind you now, either way. You haven't got a faith it anymore, okay? You can go forward. I don't Sha- want to talk about it, let's just go. Then we'll leave it in the path and we'll move forward. Shambles opens his door. Let's go. Onwards and forwards, good chaps. You're going <laughs> through hell. Keep going. Yay! Population me! 
kind of you open the door you. and you step out and like it takes like the flickering light happens again and you're not in a void this time you're in shambles hometown actually not burned no ashes no demolished buildings it all seems yeah like it genuinely seems like you're just you've just been teleported into the middle of the town And you kind of look around, and Shambles, you spot a... Like, you're near the church in the graveyard. And you see... A fox just sat on one of the graves, just kind of looking at you. What? Are you guys seeing this as well? Yes. I assume so. Goja's excited that there's a, a fox because it's adorable. <laughs> I, I stopped Dakota from trying to run over to said fox. Guys, guys, guys. Question for the DM. How many tails does it have? Only one. <laughs> I was asking. Yes. But... I know why you were asking. Yes. <laughs> that I don't remember seeing that in the hometown before. In my hometown. Does it represent a person? If I know of. Uh, I don't want to get too close to scare it off either. Um, but I don't know whose grave you're sitting on. Well, Shambles, I feel if any of us have a chance of approaching it without scaring it, it would probably be you in this situation. Okay. Um... I very I try to approach very carefully. It just kind of watches you. Easy, Mr. Fox. Easy. Easy does it now. And just kind of looks at you like, don't patronize me. <laughs> I get close enough to to be able to read the gravestone. Uh, it just says Eugene. Oh. Shambles screams in message. This guy does not reply. <laughs> Left on red. <laughs> he, uh... uh, all of you make me a constitution saving throw. Constitution saving, my favourite. This worries me, oh, but okay. 11. Worries me more. That's an 11 in total. That is a... 17? Yeah, 17. 14. And that's oh, I got a four- one. <laughs> I got a 14 as well. Plus five. Doesn't help, though. God damn it. I've got a plus five and proficiency in constitution, and I still... Got a one, yep. I mean, it kind of makes sense if you're in your own personal yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know why this is hell yet, so... You all get the urge, you all get like a major urge to cough. And it's like, it's like a hacking cough. And then when it settles down, Dakota, like, it hurt. 
Like, it was painful, but it's not as painful as stuff you've been through, so you're like, yeah. But shambles, it feels like your lungs are ablaze. And you double over and the fox skitters away. You do take three points of damage from smoke inhalation. Okay. Because you all kind of blink and the entire town is ablaze. In these dark, like, almost black flames that are kind of essentially spreading, dancing merrily between rooftop and rooftop, as if seeking a target to inflict its suffering upon it. This is... this is not good. This is not good. Perhaps we should, um... run? No, I think, Shambles, you must admit what you've done. We've told you a hundred times. You burned your town to the ground. I did not burn my town at all. (coughs) I had nothing to do with the other fires. There was other arsons happening at the town at the time, and I got blamed for it because I just hit some bushes while I was trying to stop a thief. You look back up, and you see the fox is still looking at you. But instead of being stood on a grave, it's stood on... Well, it's stood on kind of a makeshift execution square. Sorry, and half what, its face... What does that mean? You know, like... I don't remember the official term for it, but it's like where they'd, like, execute people. Oh, it's like a gallows. Yeah, it's like a gallows, but instead of like rope, it's essentially like this thick chain. Oof. I'll do it. And half the fox's face is like melted, essentially. Oh, God. It's like scarred flesh from fire. Caitlin, what did we ever do to you? What did Samuel ever do to you? Dear tragic backstories. Why is it not tragic? Shambles isn't that bad. I mean, I mean you gave me F all to work with with Shambles, so I went whole hole, deal with it. Okay, fine. Oh, God. I don't know what this means. Shambles road to redemption, Bruce. Shambles. Shambles actually near the back of the group, out of curiosity. I mean, Dakota doesn't really move. Um, I feel like Sanctity might have come in last. Okay, Sanctity, make me a perception check. Why do I say things? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a 20. You essentially, everything kind of pauses for a minute and you kind of manage to block out the flames and shambles sobbing and this fox is like weird chirrups. And you kind of look around and you realize this, this town, there's something telling you that this town is older. Than 
than what Shambles has described his hometown as. Okay. And what? you realise, like, if anything, this is the same place. Like, you feel that, like, geographically, this is the same place. Hmm. But what you're looking at, essentially, this inferno burned the whole town completely to cinders. Everything was built anew. Oh, as soon as time starts being normal again, uh, it's nice to see before we go over to Shambles and just try and do our best to relay that. Don't know if it'll help, but... This shouldn't be like this. I don't think this is... I don't think this is a fire that, that had anything to do with you. I haven't had... I have nothing to do with any fires. Look, I, I set some no, bushes on fire once. What I mean is, I don't think you were even... I think this is a vision of the town before you were even there. Well, if that's the case, then how can this relate to me? I don't know. I mean, the only thing that I've seen which I have any recollection of is the grave that the fox was sitting on, who was the man who took me after my parents died. I don't know. Perhaps, perhaps it's feeding on, I don't know, something like if you're scared of causing the same thing to happen again. And is the fox still here, or...? Fox is gone. Look, I don't, I don't know enough about you to say, but I don't think this is, I don't think this is anything related to you. Right. Shambles, do a history check for me. History. This is going. Oh Christ. So 15 minus 1, 14. Hmm. You, you have a moment where you kind of flip through old conversations you had with Eugene during your time with him. And one kind of stands out to you. Eugene didn't really talk about his family. You didn't really like to talk about your parents after what happened. And the rare occasions it came up always stuck with you. And this one did because Eugene had a weird thing where he hated the name he had. He hated the name Eugene. But everyone knew him as that. And he hated the associations it had with his father. Do I remember what, do I remember what his what his father's name was at all? Or not really. Eugene. Yeah. Oh. His father's name was Eugene. Okay. He was your mentor and surrogate parent was essentially Eugene Junior. Okay. <sighs> the 
I don't know how we. I don't know how to close this off. I genuinely don't know how to close this off, Ferris. Guys, any ideas? You could try just saying sorry. How? How can I say sorry for something that I haven't done? I don't know, but you could Dakota, try. Dakota, if you suggest Eldritch Blast in the town, I'm going to slap you. Well, I was going to say, why don't you apologise to the grave? But if you want to slap me, go ahead and I'll slap I, you back. I can't apologise to you, Gene, for something I for something someone did long before I was even born. That's not my place to do that, is it? As you look at the fire, you realise that the darkness in that is very similar to the darkness in your own magic. When you hit that point and you lose control, like in the caves. And as much as this wasn't you, it is connected. Oh... Oh no. Guys, I think this magic might have come from the temple. I read I started reading some very dark books rather than the temple. That Eugene and your temple burned your town to the ground. No, no. Um after Eugene passed away, um I was asked, one of the last things he said to me was to try and help the greater good. So, I wanted to help the greater good, so I started studying the arts of the magic of the twin-tailed fox. And I learned, and I taught myself to speak infernal so I could read the more terrifying books. And some of them literally were so bad they made my, my eyes bleed at times. Um, but yeah, a lot of... Uh, a lot of dark stuff in there um, and some of the books even I didn't read because of how dark they were so that mag- the, the, the darkness you can see in the flames that's similar to what happened when I was in the caves and lost and lost control I- I'm wondering if maybe the magic is the same sort of dark magic. Maybe not directly from that, but same sort of at least. So, what do you suggest, guys? These doors are clearly channeling something from within. It was Sanctity's past and trying to redeem themselves from not saving those kids. This clearly has something to do with your past and trying to save yourself in some way, your redemption. I mean, there is still... It's weird, it, like, it ran from the execution platform and is... Now there's a normal fox sat on Eugene's grave. You're not sure whether they were one and the same or if they were two different ones doing, like, a ooh, look, I can teleport thing. Okay. Um, I head toward the, the, toward the fox that's in the top of the grave. I'm like... I'm guessing you're some kind of embodiment being a fox of the spirit of Eugene the Regal 
Can you communicate with me at all? <sighs> Where's Obin when you need him? <laughs> <laughs> the one time we need him! The one him. time talking to animals would be helpful. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've got anything I can, like... If I, even if I cast message, it's going to be just yips in my head. Uh, so, if I ask questions, can you give me one yip for yes, two for no? <laughs> okay, good. That I can work with that. Okay. Are you the spirit of Eugene? Yep, yep. Okay. So. Quality DMing. And they're loving it as well. Uh, right. The best uh, content. Right. Okay. So, are you here to be my spirit guide of sorts? Yep. Is it something to do with Eugene that I've got to deal with? Or is it something more to the flames? Yep for the first thing, two yips for the second one. Yep, yep. So, the flames I've got to deal with. Can I take you with me, by the way? I love foxes. Yep, yep. I wanted a pet. Okay, um, right, so... if Will you follow me while we're here, though? Yep. Okay, guys, we've got a guide, at least. Dakota definitely pets a fox after that. Knowing that, it's not going to run away when we have a guide. The fox, like, circles your legs. Doing like the rubby thing. Because she gets even more excited to the point where she's like jumping up and down. Okay. The fox jogs away slightly to not get squished. Okay. So, um, if you'd be so kind, um, I'm gonna call you One Tail. Can you can you please guide me the way to go? Where where I've got to go to specifically to redeem myself? Yep. Kind of trots. Shambles eagerly follows Crowbar out. It 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 trots kind of round the side of the church, kind of carving a path through the fire. And it reaches an old, like a really old tree that you recognise as some of, like some of your church would meditate under it, and use it as kind of a spot to try and commune with the fox. But it's also where you, it's also where you scattered your Eugene's ashes after he died and it kind of looks the fox kind of looks at the tree and looks at the church and like when it looks at the tree it's, it has like the happy kind of little wiggle but when it looks at the church it looks terrified so the church being on fire, is it what's in the church, or is it because the church is on fire? You have to tell a... One yip for the first one, two yips for the second one. Yep! So it's a tree. No, it's what's in the church. Oh, it's... That's what you me. said. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So something inside the church we've got to take care of. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Three, three yips is clearly the or option. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we're not... So half an hour of Caitlin communicating as a fox. <laughs> okay, 
do we um can we so we've got basically we've got to stop the church being on fire oh yep, yep. no we've got to burn it down it looks at the tree and you realize like there's like an carving in the tree in the shape of a door oh the doors inside the church The fox looks at Varys and San and Dakota and is like, the fuck? <laughs> Shambles, I think you need to go inside the church. The door's over there in the tree, though. Okay. Shambles follows Varys's sarcastic answer to the letter. Make a deck saving throw, I guess. <clears throat> Oh dear. It's gonna go to bite me eventually, I don't know it is. Uh nineteen. Okay, you managed to dart through the flames into the church which is on fire. And all the texts and things that you read as a child <laughs> are all on fire. It's basically every like visage to do with your god and things is like being like crusted and consumed by the flames. How big is the? How? I'm. How? Oh no! Make me a religion roll. I'm trying to throw you a bone. (laughs) Trying to throw a bone at you for like ten minutes. Four plus four, all in. You know what? Fuck it. I'm not. I'm not rolling well tonight. This is meant to represent. It's essentially kind of representing. Sanctity's thing was about her past and her guilt, and how it's affected how she treats others. Yours seems to be that as much as like you were imprisoned for arson and everything your religion and your church and things have strayed from the path and although you can't you can't fix it here you could fix it in future and all those dark texts and things that you saw as a child and all those arsons that you got blamed for are all connected it's a warning rather than a reminder Shambles walks around in a circle a couple of times. Takes take it all seven in. points of fire damage. Okay. Takes it all in and realizes what has happened. That's why that's why it takes so long because he's figuring it out eventually and then it all comes to him like you've just said. At which point he then runs out of the church. Okay, so Shambles on fire sprints out of the church and is like, Hey guys, <laughs> How's it going? And it, and it, and basically rambles off pretty much, pretty much. This this is warning. This is not happened yet. This could happen in future. My temple straying from path. Um, I uh, 
I, uh, I, uh, I breathe fire. <laughs> I breathe fire straight into the air, sort of thing, to basically just let tension off. Okay, the door does not catch fire. <laughs> Nearly burned your way out of the void. <laughs> no, burned it into the air. So it's just like a flamethrower sort of thing. He's got so much tension built up inside of him. And then breathes and then breathes out the smoke. Then breathes out the last bit of smoke from his nostrils and then pats down the fire on his cloak still. The door is like softly glowing. We need to go, I think. Shambles Shambles opens the door and drags Sanctity through as well. (laughs) Come along, child. You all go through that door and return, and now there are three doors left. Varys, Dakota, and Sam. Who's next? Excellent question. I'd prefer it not to be me. <laughs> Dakota, you're a small child. Nothing bad has happened in your path. Let's go to you. <laughs> Dakota's <laughs> eyebrows go that high up. Like, they go into Dakota's hair and down the back of Dakota's head and they come back around. The eyebrows have left. <laughs> they just float off Dakota's head before coming back down. They're in the other void now. Barris having the articles and doing research on Dakota's family, just is shaking his head. Just... Shambles is blissfully unaware of all of that, though. Dakota takes a really deep breath before opening the door. This is, oh god, this is gonna suck. Yeah, there's a reason why I asked all of you to send me memories. This one's so gonna suck. You step into a ballroom. It's it's very like upper class fancy event. It's kind of all these lords and ladies kind of chuckling at each other's anecdotes. Little canapes in their hands, serving people are like sprinting around trying to refill drinks as fast as possible. There's like a quiet violin soundtrack kind of permeates the air and it goes through and it's it's quite pleasant actually. And you kind of look around. And Dakota, your eyes, as, like, you hear someone tap their spoon against a glass to say a toast. And you see your father stood there. And he kind of gets everyone's attention. He's like, ah, good evening, everybody. Yes. I have a fancy man. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) you've been waiting to do this, haven't you? (laughs) Oh my god, you have no idea. (laughs) <laughs> it's like this very pompous he's a very fancy man he's human he's kind of he's got like all his buttons up on his shirt his cufflinks are like solid gold with like a diamond encrusted the sigil of his house is the sigil of house argon is on a ring on his finger and my father is making a speech the shambles off Wait. shambles shambles off with his hand to some for a dance <laughs> <laughs> Someone actually takes you up on it. <laughs> you are now dancing with like a high elf lady. Who has like, she keeps looking over her shoulder at like some high elf man. Clearly trying to make him jealous. 
I'll take it. You will. Uh, give me a performance check, just for how well you dance. A charisma performance check. Okay, lovely. I've, this is the first one I've had to do. Um, okay, that's a 15 plus 3. Okay, it's actually, it's it's kind of a mixed waltz. They very much kind of sped up the waltz slightly, but you manage to keep up and you don't tread on her feet at all. Yeah, you. Shambles is dancing. Dakota is death glaring, and the rest of you are like, I mean, I'll have a canapé, sure. <laughs> Shambles at one point even goes up for the for the um, dirty dancing lift and spins around a few times, and then carries on. Strength. San has a headache. The natural twenty. <laughs> okay, you spin her twelve times. She does a backflip, lands on your shoulders, does a cartwheel down, and then continues dancing. Can I say, I probably just waited a natural 20. <laughs> yeah, that's the only one you're getting tonight. <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'll take that. Lovely. And my strength is plus one as well, by the way. But... <laughs> no, but you're all kind of... Yeah. You're either watching Shambles or listening to Dakota's father give a speech. It's like, good evening, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to this celebration. It is a celebration of, well, it's actually my my son's, my son's engagement party. He's actually, we've arranged for him to be wed to a lovely girl from, from a local town. She's actually descended from royalty, apparently. But she's this utter sweetheart. I've met her countless times. Lovely girl. She's marrying into our family. They are... They're due to be wed in a couple months. Should... We'll obviously do kind of the high-class event. All my children... All my children will be there. And, you know... I've... Any plus ones you bring, do make sure you screen out some of the undesirables. Just, you know, we want it to be a classy affair. We we don't want the riffraff. But, you know, let's... Let's take a moment. My wife has... My wife chose all the music and the food and things for tonight, so anything you enjoy, credit to her. Yeah, your mum sat next to her. Sat next to him. And your brother is on the other side, looking very smug. And you think it's his girlfriend? Or fiancé now? Next to him, she's kind of a very petite, like, olive-skinned woman. Wearing like a fairly simplistic dress, like she's clearly not from like wealth. But she does look at your brother with an expression that no one has ever looked at you with. Give me a perception check, Dakota. God, I'm rolling shit tonight. That is two plus five. Seven. You can't remember at what point in your father's speech something happened, but you're pretty sure it was about now. Dakota has murder in her eyes. Like, she is shaken at this point. Um, Sam, give me an investigation. That is... 17. You hear 
footsteps kind of thundering down the hall outside. And you notice kind of all the guards kind of look at it. Oddly. And in that moment, the door is kicked in by a familiar tiefling wielding a scythe. <laughs> Her eyes are pitch black and she's wreathed in lightning. And essentially she charges forward. And the whole crowd kind of splits, kind of in shock and horror, whilst Dakota's family, yes, the person you're dancing with has stopped dancing with you. Oh. There's a crazy tiefling break again. Yeah, but I'm used to this crazy tiefling, I'm pretty sure. She's not. Oh. Everyone's shocked and don't, doesn't know who this is, but the Argons, upon their fancy table, know exactly who has just broken down the door. And young Dakota, essentially, with a strength that is not her own, gets a foot on a table, lunges upwards, and buries the scythe into the chest of her mother. And there's like silence. Like even the even the violins have stopped playing and they're just staring. As Dakota's mum just drops, dead. Instant that went straight through the heart. And the black lightning crackles around Dakota as her brother stands up, clearly about to subdue her. But she just kind of tilts her head. And you hear like a male cackle somehow. But Dakota doesn't open her mouth. And you look, and you're like... Hmm. And you look, and you go... Wait. Where's that lightning going? And you follow its arc, as it goes from Dakota's hand, directly into the face of her brother. Just... Burning it clean off, and he drops to the ground, like, basically his skull exposed on one side. She breathes heavily as she is, she's essentially like, she basically gets stabbed in the arm by one guard and then dogpiled by like 50 of them. (laughs) They basically all dogpile and you just kind of all stand there in shock, looking at two dead bodies, a shocked Lord Argon and the unconscious form of your friend being a younger version of your friend being carried out of the room. Right. Dakota. Chambles walks over, having a bit upset that his dance interrupted. <laughs> Dakota? Uh... Dakota just puts a hand up to silence you. Um, God, I don't even know where to start in here. Your father is still there. Isn't okay. like the room just frozen, is it? Or is everything still it's, happening? It's essentially kind of frozen except for him and you. Like your younger unconscious form is like halfway out the door and the guards are kind of paused. No one steps to them. So the guards or to your dad? To my dad. Yep. You can do that easily. He was kind of part of the crowd. 
It's kind of nuts. Oh god. Oh god. He kind of... You stand next to him and it takes a couple seconds before he turns. And he looks at you. And he looks at the unconscious form. And looks back at you and is like... I... uh, What? Are you real? Of course I'm real, you daft bastard. Then why am I here? I... I... I I don't know, you've just murdered my wife and son! Well, you murdered me a long time ago. So this can't be... shouldn't have been born! have had you killed. Yeah, we should have. I hope you rot in hell. I cast Eldritch Blast. Nothing comes out when you cast Eldritch Blast. You feel the rage and you feel the spark, but nothing emerges. Dakota looks at her hand confused because if she points her hand forward, then Eldritch Blast always comes out. You feel in that moment that you feel similar to that sense of loneliness you had after this event. When you realized what your patron intended. And with that kind of sense, it kind of blocks your powers, which are normally fueled by kind of rage and grief. But in that moment, you don't feel anything. You know why I'm here? Honestly, I'm just confused of how the hell you're over here. When you're over there. This is a vision, maybe? What kind of nightmarish vision is this? If it wants me to forgive you, it's not going to happen. Why would you... Because when I break out of this, I'm going to come for you. I'm gonna kill you. Noted. I'll make sure you rot in jail then. Ferris. Yes, Shambles. I think we found out the reason that she ended up in jail. Yes, Shambles. We already knew that. Well, Shambles might have done. You might have done. I didn't. They told us. She told us shambles. So everyone in this room believes I died. Everyone in this room didn't know you existed. Thought it was a failed pregnancy. And since none of my research came through, I was planning on having you removed shortly anyway. How many other tieflings were hurt through those experiments? Why do you care? They're trash. They're street trash. Look, Isabella, I don't know why you're here and also there. I don't know what you mean about if you, when you get out of this. But if you do not get out of my sight right now, I always spared you for your mother's sake. She's dead now.
Dakota take, puts her hand in her pocket and takes out the ring that has her birth name on it and just tosses it to his feet and walks back to the others without just saying anything else. The door is... It's on... It's near the side where Shambles was dancing. It's kind of as you threw that ring, it emerged. Dakota just walked back for it. I'm assuming you will follow. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. And then there were two. Shamble doesn't look at Dakota. I'm gonna message Stan and he just say, I, I don't know what's behind your door, Sam. And I ask you this favor. I, I do not believe you are all prepared for what I fear is behind my own door. I, I ask this favor to please for you to take this bullet to go next. Well, okay. Sam goes and puts his hand on the door. Kind of the door, the door kind of opens a lot more quietly, and you step out to. You step out to a genuinely good moment in San's life. I know, plot twist. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's your wedding, San. It's it's your wedding, Tanaka. And you, like, she's stood, and you, the younger version of you before all of this, are stood just, just the pair of you. No family, no, like, friends and things. By a priest. Who is reading, kind of, the traditional things of your religion. But despite the fact that there is... There's no guess, there's no, Like... Cormac and that aren't there. And... But you don't... You didn't feel alone right then. You felt like you had everything you needed to carry on and someone that accepted you for exactly who you were, not who they wanted you to be. And you kind of look at that for a little while, and it flickers to a library. It's kind of someone's private study, essentially. And you're all stood there, and you realise you kind of seem... You have the sense that you're kind of incorporeal in that moment you are witnesses rather than actually being there and you see your father-in-law sat at his desk speaking to what you recognise as the head of the local guard and the prison warden And they're talking. And you kind of... It takes a moment for the sound to kind of click in. And you realise they're talking about you. It's kind of... Well, I mean... They're married now. They're expecting a child. I mean... What can we do at this point? is not... Part of this community anymore. He, he rebelled. He chose her over his intended. I 
would he choose a serving girl? And then they're having a child and... Oh, do you realise the amount of shame this will bring? Like, this is ridiculous. And the guard in the prison warden like, well, what do you want us to do about it? With Sand, by all means, is in the law. Within the law. Married legally. Chose legally. There's not really anything I can do. And you kind of glance as the door opens and Cormac walks in. And he kind of strides over and goes, gentlemen, gentlemen, you're thinking about this all wrong. Yes, San and Annika are a blight on our name. And this child of theirs will surely be an issue. However, without San, Annika is vulnerable. San is her protector. He saved her. Imagine she would be very easy to convince if San is not around and she's struggling to try and have a child on her own, not knowing where her husband is. Kind of, your father-in-law kind of looks and goes, you better not be saying you're going to kill Annika. It's like, no, 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 of course not. I'm not a monster. Jesus. All I'm saying is we take San out the equation and then we can just, the child can be raised as the child should be. By us, we can fix whatever Sanford did to get Annika to leave with him. It's not hard. I mean, I, I moulded San into the way he is. Or at least I thought I had. But just... You know, in this room is essentially the most power pe- powerful people in town. Just figure something out. It's not hard. It's just a game of dominoes. And, like, they fall still and silent. He realised this is essentially what you thought had happened, but hadn't had confirmation. Are they all frozen in place? Yes. Are you if... going to punch one of them? <laughs> San walks up to Cormac as if he's not quite sure what he's believing. Like, seeing. Suppose. It shouldn't have come as too much of a shock after all this. And yet here I am. If I touch him, does anything happen or... Is it just kind of like, not really there? You make contact. But like, he doesn't react. Like, there's no muscle jerk in shock or anything. Is you can feel like the warmth of his skin and the fact that he's alive and there. But he doesn't know you're there. I'm going to fucking kill him. A little bit, yeah. Son says that out loud, not really thinking about it. I'm going to fucking kill him. This is the angriest you've ever heard, Sam. San is so angry, he is, he is shaking, probably quite visibly. 
I'm going to kill the whole fucking lot of them. Wow, Sam. So you really didn't deserve to be in jail. No, no, you could say that. I'm not feeling well. Um, this is pretty messed up, though. Welcome to my family. He points at the one behind the desk. This is Sir Louis Vells, my father-in-law. And this is Cormac Maramai, my father. The intended wife was a fucking minor. Is that minor as in young or minor as in pickaxe? I was 21. She was 16. Ah. So you can you can see where my objections to that came in. Yes, even the church of a, two, of a twin-tailed fox, that's not, that's not that's a no-go. Oh, but uh, it, there's more than that. There's so much I, more. I believe, I believe you fully. Um, and for the sake of my own head, I'm not going to ask you to go into the details. I want to keep my head. And all my teeth. And the tail. That, I, especially I, that. I only have one. Sam just starts pacing around the room, not entirely sure what to do. I think Ferris is waving his hand through people, like, it's fucking weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for you guys, you can't make contact with them. No. But Sam can. I feel like I'm in a holiday special. <laughs> <laughs> Varus, make me a quick perception. That, man, just sucks. Uh, that is a four. Bloody hell. Okay, you hear nothing. <laughs> Carry on. I'm very intrigued. This is just the coolest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Varys like is sand. Sand, if you tell me I need to shoot something with some psychic energy, I'm down. But until then, I'm, I'm going to do this. I appreciate I... the offer, but I'd rather finish him myself. Sorry, as I you, Yeah, as you say that, the door does appear to your left. Wrench the door open as hard as it goes. <laughs> And rips the wall off. No. Oh, it's a big door now. <laughs> well, I guess we can all fit now. <laughs> I would assume you're going through it. Yeah. Shambles follows San, um, protectively holding his neck. Fearful, someone may, fearful, Sam may take it. As you all kind of get through the door, you kind of pause for a second, Sam, because you swear you hear a baby crying. Yeah, the door shuts, but that's kind of the last thing you hear. Sam carries on pacing round to where they are now. You're now pacing in a void with a single door. Hey, Varys. 
whatever you're all about to see in this door, I'll explain later. Just know that everything I've told you is completely true. I've, I've not lied to any of you, but I will tell you now that I do not know what is behind this door. But I know some things are not going to make sense to you all with whatever happens here. Sanctity's eyebrows go through the roof, but she doesn't say anything. Ferris just, Ferris just sees Shambles nod and then, bandage, and then bandages his crowbar. And Put hand the crowbar it. away, Shambles. It's for you, in case you I don't, need it. I don't want your crowbar, Shambles. I love I love the thought. Put the crowbar away, please. He takes it. He takes it and puts it back in his backpack, but has it just poking slightly out, just in case you need it. Paris opens his door. He's a helpful dragonborn. And I look at Shambles as the door opens nicely. See, I didn't. I didn't need the crowbar. But open the door. One day, Shambles will get to use the crowbar. As you you step through and kind of the light focuses to the inside of a tavern. It's a pretty nice place. It's fairly bustling. There's like the, the person managing the bars, like a teal teethling who's busy cleaning glasses. And you're all, you're all just sat in a booth. There are drinks in front of you as if you've been here this whole time. Sorry, Chad's face. If Sam has a drink, he's just going to neck it. <laughs> okay, Sam necks a thing of fire whiskey. It's kinda, you pause and you're kind of looking around. And the teethling of the bar kind of looks at you. And kind of gestures. Kind of gives you a look of kind of... Mild confusion. Kind of trots over. Very, like, calmly. Very like self-assured, and kind of looks at you and goes, "This is gonna sound a bit weird, but could you do me a favor?" Yes. Look, I, I can't, I can't leave the bar, I can't leave the tavern unattended. But one of our shipments of alcohol got got confiscated by some of the town guard, and obviously, I mean, we're a tavern, we kind of need those alcohols, and I'm almost out, and. I mean, you guys look fairly capable. Could you just nip down the street and get it off those guards? Just bring it back. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can, I can do that for you. Just a quick odd question: How many of us are there here right now? There, there are five of you. Yeah, yeah, just wanted to make sure. Yeah, yeah, we can Are you do okay? It. Have you had too much to drink? No, no. Uh, we've never been overserved here. Uh, here at the Devil's. Yeah, no, no, not the Devil's drink. Never do that. Yeah, we'll definitely go get your alcohol for you. This is the most, like, out, not with it that I've ever heard, Varys, and I'm loving it. I, I mean, thank you, thank you, sir. I'm so sorry, I didn't catch any of your names. I, I didn't mean to be rude. Normally I would introduce myself. Oh, oh, I can tell you who he is. He's Shambles. 
No, I'm shambles. No. Okay, so you're shambles. Right, Tanisha's just there, go like, God damn it, shambles, just shaking her head. Yes, I'm shambles. This is Verus the Very, Very Great. He's amazing. He looked after me massively when I came out of prison. I... Huh. The tiefling looks a bit puzzled and just kind of shakes it off and is like, must be a common name around these parts. Apologies. I, I recognised there, I wasn't sure. Oh. Okay, cool. So, Shambles, Varus... Who's your... Who's your teethling friend? You may call me Sanctity. And the other one? Dakota isn't talking. That's uh, Dakota in the corner. Is is she all right? Did I did I offend her? No, Shambles. no, no. Shambles, please. You've stopped talking. <laughs> Shambles cast message to Varus. I thought her name was Isabella. Shambles. And it's just the angry like red emoji just sent back. I'm so glad that Shambles decided to do to learn message. <laughs> I was gonna say if Shambles said that out loud he would have got a third level spell in the face. Yeah. Hence the message so you can hear it. And your cleric friend? My name is San. It's nice to meet you. San goes back to angrily picking at his nails. They're starting to bleed at this point. The full name's Archimedes, but most people just call me Arch, and you seem fairly good people, so... It's just the guard, the main guard post, which is probably where they've kept it and have drunk half of it. See, like, a flash of rage, and then just like, no, no. Just down the road, to the right. There should only be two of them on duty in there. Please try not to murder them. Sam matters under his breath, no promises. As much as I hate them, they're just following orders. Sanctuary's eyebrows go up again at the idea of not murdering people being hard. But that's just her. I, I need to tend to some other customers, but thank you so much. I'll I'll make I'll make sure we dig some money out to pay you. Don't don't worry about that. Don't worry about that, Archimedes. It's it's fine. Uh, yes, we'll go get that now. Uh, Varys would stand up from the table very quickly and charge out the door. Oh, he he's keen. Dakota will follow. Shambles follows rather sheepishly. I just said sand follows. They sanctity kind of just looks kind of bowels slightly and then hurriedly leaves. He just kind of watches you all go and is like, okay, just going to carry on. Goes back to idle animation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're out on the street now. Right, Varys, where, you know this plate thing clearly. Where is Where have we got to go and do this job? Should I have my greatsword ready? Should I, should I get my crowbar out? Or? You seem like you would be much happier with your crowbar out, so... Okay, that, that sounded really bad, the way I, the way I just heard it back in my head. 
I'm not going to ask, and I don't want to know. No. Varys, without That's saying anything no, I... that either of you has already continued down the road to the guard tower. Okay, Dakota, are you okay? Shambles um, <laughs> begins, to, begins to begins to lead Dakota after. Basically, Sanctity on one side, Shambles uh, on the in the middle. And Dakota outside, and Shamble pretty much links arms with him and then just drags him down the road after the first. It's not quite! <laughs> it's not quite that, but yeah. You don't far. touch Dakota that... and go and get hurt. Shambles is quite. Shambles is in a much better mood after having a dance at what seemed to be a wedding, which went wrong. They sanctity can confirm don't touch. <laughs> don't touch, won't get hurt. Sans at the back, receding with absolute anger. My angie, angie boy. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you still ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> I know. Like, for the benefit of the tape, the eyes on Terry there were literally just... <laughs> it, it's so dark where she just black. I was like, oh my god. I am so excited. I'm terrified. Alex, lock your door tonight. Ferris gets to the guard tower first. You know exactly where you're going. You've trodden these streets. The more magically inclined of you are getting some death glares from... Various guards posted along outside various establishments. I definitely back at one of them. My eyes just say, "I will murder you if you carry on glaring at me." So I'd look at the floor. How did they? Hang on. How did they know? None of your business. Wait, we are meant to be. They're not. They're not glaring at us because we're magically inclined. That's just how we know. I. Varys does send a message to Dakota, as saying. I know that this probably isn't real, but please do not kill or fire any magic here currently. Okay. I'm gonna run to catch up to Ferris. Yeah, you're at the bottom of the guard tower. There's one guard kind of glaring at everyone who walks past, leaning against the entry door. Kind of Generic town guard kind of guy. He's pretty basic. He's definitely a lower level boy. Arrow to the knees sort of lad, right? I I don't know. He's a half elf. He's just kind of there like meh. And you can see what looks like movement up the stairs. Because like, these are like the guard tower watch post things. So there's one in the entranceway and there's one at the top. Kind of overlooking things. But, like, you can't hear or sense anything else. Uh, I'd like to approach the guard tower. And, uh, good sir, uh, I'm here to bargain to get the alcohol back uh, for the devil's drink. What makes you think we up for bargaining? Well... I know that you're a reasonable lot around these parts, and I I feel that you know that the townspeople need the devil's drink. We confiscated this as a warning to the devil's drink establishment folks. If I just gave it to you, what kind of message would that send? We just back down. I cast message on Varys and say, I have charm person, if you think that might help. 
I cast, I cast, um, I cast message to Varys and join, join the group chat, as it were. Um, and see, I can cast major image if you want me to and get. I, cla- I click the remove button for. Um, oh, it's like to see is just very confused that everyone's glaring at each other. It's like very intense. Just looking at each other, it's fantastic. It it's like she can tell something's happening, but she has no idea what. It's like Shambles bangs his head a bit to try and reach his connection. Basically, Dakota keeps removing Shambles, and Shambles keeps refreshing and getting back in. If I can help with distraction, Varus, I'm more than happy to use a, a major image which can fully you distract. Like one word at a time of this from Shambles as he pops back in and yeah, out literally. of the, the, the group chat. Just one message, one word Varys, at a time. I- can help major image yeah. cause distraction. So I'm we're going proper thirteen-year-old texting here. <laughs> Dan's just there going, "What the fuck is wrong with these children?" Uh, everything is the answer. Go one of the children. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm no well aware. In the group chat, <laughs> and goes back to talking to the guard, and walks up, and sir. I I know that you and Craig and all of your good men here probably are doing what you think is right, but you know deep down that the devil's spit is what keeps this town going, and you need to give back their alcohol. And uh, I... Yeah. Uh, that is a 25. All right, mate. So, if I was to give you the box with all the alcohol, what do I tell Craig? You tell him that Scarlet paid the debt and you get yourself a few drinks for free at the Devil's Drink. I promise I can arrange that for you. The boy there, Archimedes, is a good kid. Yeah, he is a good kid. Craig's quite fond of him. You can see the blood kind of boil a little bit in Varys' face there, but he shows restraint. And I think it's a worthy deal. Plus, whatever you've already drunk, no questions asked. I'll give I'll give you the box of booze. Well, you have to sort the drinks and give me five gold. I I looked at Dakota, who's the only one I know who has any gold. (laughs) (laughs) I think Sanctity has gold, but she will not help you. Shamble shows his gold. When did you get gold? Yeah, none of the rest of you think ever got any gold. Also, isn't this this an illusion? Oh, okay. Shambles have actual gold. I, Why do I'm you have gold? About when reality. did you get gold? Christmas. When did I give you gold? Oh, Shambles oh. does not have gold. I had 25, but oh, I'm illusion. attempting to cast Minor Illusion. <laughs> I do not know what's real anymore, so I'm giving up trying. The only person that has gold, I believe, is Dakota. I quickly message Varys again, saying... Minor illusion or actual gold? 
the gold, please. Dakota sighs and drops some five gold pieces. I think Dakota and Laughter would get on from that question. Uh, I will give the guard the full five gold pieces. Kind of looks at it. Kind of bites each of them just to check you. I'm giving him like three chocolate and two actual gold. He kind of, he turns and he kind of like nudges. He basically just shoulders open the door and the box of booze is mostly intact. Like the only thing that's really been touched is the rum. Ferris uh, will grab the box of booze and uh, you and your men, as always, the town guard, keep the town safe. You're very merciful. Thanks, mate. Haven't seen you before, though. I'm in and out of town. I travel between all the cities. Yeah, I'm sure. You know, just stay out of Craig's way and you'll be fine. The blood boils a little farther into Harris's face, but once again, just grabs the box of booze and turns to return to the devil's drink. Yeah, I'm assuming you're just going back to the to the pub. Um, I yes. Shambles follow back, happy to not have to do anything too magical. Sad about the crow though. Hmm. I'll get to you at some point, I'm sure. I I'm just, I just love the crowbar. Crowbar is a thing. I didn't mean for it to be. It's you guys. Yeah, but I love it being a thing. It's funny. You get back into the devil's drink and you kind of nudge the door open. Archimedes isn't there. Instead, there's a very, like, sophisticated-looking tiefling woman kind of manning the bar now. And she kind of sees you come in with a box of booze and is like, Are you the ones that Archimedes asked to go retrieve our alcohol? Shambles smiles, but doesn't say anything. She gives you a little smile back. Ferrison will step forward with the box of booze. Uh, yes, Archimedes did ask us to return the alcohol. Well, I thank you for doing that. I hope I hope they didn't give you too much trouble. They're a bit prone to. Well, violence. Oh, I've I've dealt with their lot many a time. Uh, their kind, I mean, over the years. So, was not an issue. Ferris, where on your person is your amulet pendant thing right now? Uh, it's around my neck. It always is. Is it like under a shirt or is it just hanging? It kind of, uh, I would say that it, it always kind of just peeks out a little bit of the, of the top of it. The teethling woman is staring straight at it with a look of confusion. I haven't looked up at uh, Scarlet at all, actually. I'm just staring at the box of booze. She takes the booze from you and kind of puts it behind the bar and kind of starts clinking bottles. And she goes... Archimedes said that you didn't want any payment, but at least let me get you a round of drinks or something. Uh, no, uh, if you could give that round of drinks 
to the town guard. I, I promised them the booze. Uh, a round of drinks on us for giving it back. I mean, like they ever pay their tab. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, they are such pieces of garbage. You seem familiar. Uh, I, I get that a lot. Ben, run. I know how this works. Scarlet, and I, I will finally look up at Scarlet, bartender. You. Where's Archimedes right now? He, he went to sleep. Mm-hmm. He struggles with sleeping sometimes, so whenever he feels like he can, he tries to get a few hours in. I have a bad feeling I know what's about to happen here. Uh, you definitely do. <laughs> yeah. Who? Let me think. Uh, shambles. Mm-hmm. Make me a deck saving throw, please. <laughs> you, you heard me. I, I heard you. I'm just questioning why me. Eleven plus one is twelve. That didn't go too badly, though. Sorry. Okay, you just about managed to dodge the door that is kicked off its hinges by another half-elf followed by several more plus several half-orcs plus about 15 humans all in the town guard kind of garb. If this is about a woman I dance for that party, I'm sorry. One of them kind of looks at you and goes, Shut up. Mm-hmm. And you know exactly what's coming, Varus. You kind of turn your head waiting for it. And you see Craig kind of duck through the doorway. Because he is too big for it. For context, Craig is a seven foot two stone mountain Goliath. This is, this is a big ass beefy boy. He's trailing this like barbed wire kind of whip behind him. He kind of just each step basically shakes the foundations of the inn and it he just walks up to you and he goes move. I'm going to try all the rage that I've kind of repressed this entire time. Uh, I don't think I can hold back my magical power here. There would be enough energy now at this point surging off of me that I feel that uh, the energy is flowing from my eyes and I'm going to uh, cast Cyanic Blast on him. Okay, what does that entail, please? Uh, so, he has to take a wisdom saving throw. Hold on. I will tell you exactly what happens here. It's a third level spell. What happens is you unleash a destructive wave of mental power in a 30-foot cone. Each creature in the area must make a dexterity saving throw. On a failed save, a target takes 5d8 force damage and is pushed 20 feet directly away from you, and is knocked prone. 
On a successful save, half the stuff happens and isn't pushed. Okay, so where is my... Uh, nine plus four, so thirteen, which I presume isn't enough. It is not. I, Fifteen is my spell save. Okay, roll your damage. Uh, it is five d eight. That is twenty three. He kind of steps back a bit, kind of shakes his head as if, like, you've given him an ice cream headache. Snarls and swings at you. What's your armor class, Ferris? Uh, it's uh, 17. Yeah, even without adding that small than that. Sorry. Sounds about right. His strength add-on is mental. Um, basically, he hooks you like right under the jaw, slams you into like one of the ceiling bars, and you crumple to the ground and you take uh, eighteen points of damage. It's fine. Just hurt a little bit. Kind of looks at you, and then grabs his whip and swishes it across and it lands exactly where you think it's going to in the fact it wraps itself around Scarlet's neck and she screams she screams like a pain scream you remember and you hear like the sound of someone upstairs basically nearly falling out of bed in their hurry to get down but like as Archimedes sprints down the stairs, it just kind of fades. Everything fades. You don't go back through a door this time. All of you just kind of feel the void you've been in just kind of waver and let you pass in a way. The barriers to the waste you know are so many and so powerful. But you forgot that the waste challenges you mentally. Before you can enter, you have to prove your worth. And that's... You feel that that's what this was. And you kind of... You you awaken groggily. Not fully. To realise that you're being carried. You're each on a stretcher. Like a makeshift stretcher being carried by people with kind of hoods over their heads they're not resistance hoods or anything but they're hoods to kind of protect them from like this sand this dark sandstorm you're in you're all paralyzed you can't move all you can do is kind of see and listen can we use message or not no because as you kind of as they kind of walk you all feel kind of deep in your guts that you are walking towards you're walking towards where all this darkness originated from. And I'm going to leave us on that. That was a heavy one, Caitlin. Yep. Yeah. You don't Make say. or break, I told you. I'm kind of concerned, given San never saw the memory through his door. 
That was something he never saw in person. Welcome to Kate. That that was that was amazing. That was so well done for Sam. So well done. Sort of jealous in a way, but kind of terrified. I tried to give you all kind of an equal measure of stuff. Yeah, that my that I know that the knowing that mine's gonna happen at some point, it hasn't happened yet, and I may be responsible for that, that's terrifying. That is the most kind of intense as a group yeah. this will get. Yeah. Yeah. I know More you did intensity. Warn us. I was gonna say I know you did did warn us, but I don't think it's possible to be prepared for that. And I don't mean that in a bad way. At the risk of being a dick, intensity intensifies. Well, like, there will be Let's moments as we go on for individuals, but this was very much group suffering, and you all witnessing a glimpse at each other. Which yeah, is why you couldn't go through your door by yourself. I take, I it, this like... door, I take it this episode didn't break the campaign. No, okay. that that went about as good as it could have been. Right. Let's wrap is, up. We'll do some wrap-ups. Caitlin, thank you for putting us all through hell mentally, <laughs> mentally tonight. We appreciate that immensely. Uh, you can go first with your with your outro, though. Hello. If you want to experience the suffering that is my internal workings, you can read the articles I write about video games, mental health, and various tabletop games over on themindgame.org, which is also where I put this campaign, which you'll know if you're listening to this because that's the whole point. I'm also at our mind games on Twitter and at CaitlinRC, where I mainly post pictures of my cats because they're the one benefit in my life apart from this D&D game. <laughs> Thank you, Caitlin. Uh, we will jump across to Ailey. Hi, I'm Ailey. Um, I am absolutely terrified of Caitlin. I mean, more so than usual. Um, nah, I love you. Um, I use... When I'm not doing this, I draw a gothic horror webcomic about vampires called Lady Changeling. Just Google it, you'll find it. Um, on social media, you can find me as Space Lady Art or Copperine. And uh, yeah, stay safe, stay happy. Awesome. Uh, we will jump up now to Kerry. Hi, I'm Kerry, who is currently wondering why there is dog hair in my dice tray. <laughs> but aside from that, <laughs> there's um, I am Shira Beans on Twitter. I don't really do a lot, but hey, you seem like a cool person. Want to find some cool art that's specific to Dungeon Junkies? We now have an art Instagram. It's literally Dungeon Junkies on Instagram. It's not that hard to find. Why are you still here? <laughs> go away. <laughs> awesome. Go go and go and check it out and check out the amazing art that's going to be up there. Uh, we'll drop down to Chad. Hello, I am Chad. I played Varys the Great today. Uh, yeah, uh, you can find me on the Twitter sphere at Chad's underscore mind or at View from Top Rope. You can listen to me on the podcast. I'm on the Chatterbox. I'm on View from the Top Rope, and I'm on So You're So Smart. All on Visionaries Global Media, and you should all join the Discord. Links in the uh, information. Just chat with everyone. It's fun. More and more people are joining it. It's fun. Join the Discord. It'll be cool. Absolutely. Um, Alex. I am Alex. I played Dakota the murderous child who is definitely going to murder someone in the next session after that. Uh, and you can find me at Spiderbread UK on Twitter. Absolutely. 
you can find um, mine, Alex's and Kerry's main show at Game Junkies Pod. And you can find this ever-growing collection of, of madness, as Alex would say, at Dungeon Junkies. Um, and you can find me at Mattech UK. Um, that's pretty much it for this episode. We, uh, we thank everyone for listening. And Caitlin, as always, thank you for being a fantastic DM. And I do not at all need to go and now rinse my mind out with bleach. Thank you so much. <laughs> Enjoy the honeycomb, children. <laughs> oh, I'm Matt. I'm Alex. And we will leave you in Caitlin's capable hands on our mind game. We're out of here. Mwahahaha! <laughs>